Gearheads Podcast. And lights out and away we go! And welcome back to another episode of Being Gears Ed, your weekly podcast dedicated to all the things about sim racing with always a pinch of salt about motorsport. I'm your host Ving and we have an exciting show lineup for you today. But before we dive on the latest news and updates, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors on Patreon. Like always, I need your support, so I'm reaching you out today to ask you for your help in supporting our channel to the Patreon. By becoming a Patreon, we not only contribute to the growth of our content, but also help us to make a difference, and this month I'm starting working with Gamers Beat Cancer. You know the Patreon always is a simple and effective way for you to contribute to the cause. We're gonna have access to some exclusive perks, some behind the scenes content that slowly slowly start coming and the satisfaction of knowing that you are part of a community that is making the difference and if you don't know nothing about Cambridge Beat Cancer is an organize sorry an organization that works together with Macmillan 2 so they bring uh, happiness and gaming to the community uh, and from the people affected by cancer so it's something different and something really really nice so I think make all the way from what we do here to start contribute and work together with them so for helping now you know you can visit our Patreon page to learn more and become a patron today and thank you so much to all the members that already subscribe to the channel to the patreon and to do youtube So now let's jump right into the action and in today's episode we have a special guest coming back to us, a return of a Jedi, the owner of Rock Solid Rigs and a F1 engineer who shared already his incredible F1 experience with us in previous episodes. We'll be discussing his plywood sim rig design and how he revolutionized the sim racing experience. For you know his episode already reached Imagine the 14k downloads in all the digital platforms. So I cannot express my thank you so much to Mark for all his help. Of course, he opened a Pandora box. He have a lot of contacts in uh, the world of uh, Formula One. And of course, you know, when he posts something, the people will always click. So thank you so much to Mark for helping me. And before we jump on all the news and talk about sim racing, let me only say that after deliberate and talk with everyone that's supporting me family friends uh they keep saying to continue to the channel if you're feeling very very sick but of course after june uh during the period of probably august and september i have a lot of appointments i will slowly do every two weeks just to have time to rest to make sure that all my content is correct and have the best content so we're going to have do every two weeks and after if i still feeling that everything is okay we'll go back to the operational mode that's going to be one day we talk about sim racing next day we have a guest next day we bring again a talk about sim racing and next day we make again another guest so let's see how it goes but first let's catch up with all the latest news in the world of sim racing To open the news, let's talk about race room. As you know, last week was a free week. So all week was available, all the tracks, all the cars available for you playing for free. 
And now after that one, after you found your favorite car, your favorite track during this trial period, now the summer sale is coming and the slashing cost of all individual pieces of content is by 50% and I can say that some of them even more. If you wasn't like me and unfortunately could not be able to enjoy it, everything, yeah, I was a little bit sick. I even tried to say that if I can do a sim rig on the hospital, but apparently you're not allowed, but still it would be a good solution. So I didn't be able to try all the tracks and experience all the cars that I, I have, but you know, the summer sale is now underway, offering incredible discounts and individual cars and trucks as all created in content parks. If you miss out the recent promotion, now you chance to grab your favorite car truck at a 50% discount. So don't miss this opportunity and let me talk a little bit more what you have. For example, you have the European truck pack that is still is just 20 pounds with a massive of 78% discount. This including uh, tracks like Brandage, Monza, Spa, Nurburgring along 20 one other tracks in 67 different configurations so it's a must to have for every race room enthusiast and if you don't want so many tracks but you are more cars you know the the new Mazda MX-5 the Crossley 90F and a lot of cars are with 83% discount and you know but if you're looking for the ultimate sim racing experience consider unlocking the full sim with over 200 cars over 55 trucks and that is for seven, 60, sorry, 67 pounds. So I think for a full, for a full game for 67 pounds is not uh, bad. So, but remember this will go ongoing until the July 13, 2023. So make sure that you take advantage of this. That for me probably is one of the best uh, racing sims in terms of uh, TCR, in terms of um, so the TCR cars, DTM cars. So they offer a very big uh, uh, open game. You know, the game is a little bit old, but it's a game that deserves our love. Shifting the gears to the role of console racing, Gran Turismo 7 is set to receive his next update in June 29. This highlight anticipate packs bring exciting additions to the game's car roster, including the Austin Martin Valkyrie Hypercar, the Evolution 3 Mitsubishi Lancer and the Bulb Eye Subaru Impreza. Of course, like me, probably a lot of people argue that Gran Turismo 7 need more variety, such as classic cars and street circuits. I continue to deliver thrilling the racing experience and I think more to the dedicate to the fan base. So uh, if you remember like me, Street Week is like the Rome circuit that was on Gran Turismo 2, Seattle Cir Circle that was on Gran Turismo 2 too, and you know Hong Kong, uh, New York is a lot of uh, new secrets and I think they need to take a little bit away of all the road cars because they keep bringing a lot of road cars road cars that are already on the car that's uh, on the game that is just a new version I think we will need probably more like we say like classic DTM that they used to have it classics TCR cars uh, I don't know, the Opel Calibras, Audi TTs from 2006, more racing content, even if it's classic, than only the road cars that are coming to the game. Talking about arcade-ish, you know, Forza Horizon updates are coming, LEGO 2 Could Drive is coming with more updates, I think this is coming now, for what I can see, the Fast and Furious cars bring a little bit more adrenaline to the game that probably is already dead, I would say. 
Uh, I have to check the numbers on Steam, but I think the numbers are not the greatest. And for the writer, keep bringing updates, and I think this time is something about Barbie. But something that, of course, if you are a big hardcore fan of sim racing, is not something that you will enjoy so much. But something that probably is catching our eyes is after the surprise of Vista coming a new game based on the Argentina Motorsport. Get ready, I think, for a Latin battle because Sim Racing World already have Automobilista that is made in Brazil. And now we have a game that's coming made in Argentina. So, as you know, uh, Brazil and Argentina always have some fights be from food, football, and now I think going to be sim racing. But Pista Motorsport, talking about them, they are done by the Wretch, uh, let me see, correcting the Wretch simulation. Uh, they are already new on the scene by some mods on Seto Corsa. A lot of the mods, of course, always related with this, um, with the Latin uh, sim racing uh, world. But I think it's quite interesting. I will review a little bit from the Spanish, because I didn't translate to English when I keep reading in Spanish, because I saw that some of the parts are been using on the Google Translator, and some of what they want to say is not so accurate with what you see. But let me see. So the Pista Motorsport is a combination of several simulation products that the group already been working on the past five years so this they've been working slowly slowly they start adding the ai and now they jump with the close beta on the close beta you're gonna have a fiat uno for a lot of us here in europe we just relate the fiat uno like i say on the early uh, 90s uh, late uh, uh, sorry early 2000s late 90s but the car continue to progress in the Latin America with a lot of versions there and they're gonna have a Turismo Pista class now on the beta so I think it's something that will come that could be excited but you never know so the red, like I said, the red simulation they have dropped a lot of good mods and stable themselves in the mod community more in the Latin America so let's see if they can pass that and surpass to the market of sim racing world On the next part of the segment, let's talk about the Tony Canan collaboration and, of course, the Mozza R12. Now, let's turn our attention to a remarkable partnership that emerged in the sim racing world. The Aztec sim uh, sport and the racing legend Tony Canan recently announced their collaboration, aiming to develop a cutting-edge sim racing equipment. So, they kick off partnership with a brand new Tiki sim equipment bundle, which includes the La Prima Direct Drive wheelbase, La Prima pedals, and La Prima steering wheel. These high quality products offer a fantastic entry point of sim racing with options to upgrade and expand the gear as they progress. The bundle can be viewed in the Aztec website, but if you are interested in processing you, you will need to add over the micro center although the individual items are priced separately let me break in them so you have the 12 uh, newtons direct drive wheelbase for a 900 dollars industrial danish design in the color of tonic anan 12 newtons of torque compatible with the aztec sim sport quick release tested with over 200 million rotations as i say and they contain five ports usb-c hub after you have a sim racing pedals that go for 500 dollars minimalist and sleek design MLC PC brake cylinder with withstand 180 kilo of force, fully customized in the race up, interchangeable pedal brake elaborations. 
and you have the sim racing steering wheel for $500, one and the 28 individual input options on the colors of Tony Kanan, a black and green, giving me a little bit of reminder of a green uh, lantern, 12 push buttons, 2 7 ways kinking switch, 3 12 foot position rotary encoders, and T and sorry, and two contactless magnet shifter paddles. And of course, you need to speak about the Moza latest innovation. So Moza have introduced two impressive additions to the lineup. First up is the Moza Key S formal style steering wheel, fitting a unique butterfly shape, reminiscent of the classic F1 wheels. I think Williams, now my memory sometimes break me a little bit uh, dodgy, but I think Williams still using a little bit that but butterfly one and improve, you know that they improve grip, ergonomic design and they will provide an excellent driving experience and its affordable price point. Additional mods have released the R12 direct drive wheelbase, filling the gap between the R9 and the R18, uh, sorry, R16 models with 12 newtons of torque, enhancing the cooling, capability and refined design elements. This wheelbase delivers exceptional performance without breaking the bank. So let's break. You, you have options like the T818, that's direct drive, but for example, Thrustmaster F, the TGT2, that's 750. Of course, come already with pedals that are not uh, low cell pedals, and come with a steering wheel that is a, the Gran Turismo steering wheel from them. That, to be fair, is a great wheel. Uh, it's quite small in size, but have all the buttons, ergonomics are, are on the right position. After you have, but that's from 750, and of course is a belt. After you have the T818 with a mounting kit, the SF1000 wheel, and that's going to be from 985 uh, pounds. Or you can have a R12 or even R9, but let's see the R12 with KS wheel with load cell paddles because 818 don't bring load cell paddles. You need to buy them, so from this one you need to put even 200 pounds more. So you already go on 1,100. But the key, the R12, KS wheel, and the low cell pedals, the top of the Moza uh, roll, are around 1,300. So from that prices are unbelievable. Of course, if you don't want the R12, you can always go for the R9, and you still have a great product. If you don't want the KS wheel, you have always uh, F1 wheels. So it's a lot of products there and a lot of things great. So I think Moza once again are breaking uh, performance and I for sure are giving you the best without you breaking the bank. Of course, I didn't make any review. So all the, what I talk here about the videos are from sources like Boost Media, um, Lonsol, the Potato Nation and a lot more. So. You know, it's difficult for that, so if you consider to upgrade, upgrade your sim racing setup after you, see, oh, you hear about this one, please go to these reviews because they've been making great reviews and they know what they're talking a little bit more than me that I'm talking about only looking to the videos on the on YouTube. And that wrap all the news about today on our podcast and now it's time to jump to our interview. And that's the return of the Jedi, as I promised. Mark Forster is back on the studio with us to talk now about the Rock Solid Rigs. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Oh, Hugo, yeah, thanks for having me again. Uh, it's good to be here. And uh, yeah, let's talk about sim rigs and, and racing. <laughs> <laughs> Another we could bring here for hours. Uh, where where started this uh, idea of the Rock Solid Rigs? 
because uh, I wanted a, I was looking after my young son a lot at the time and watching a lot of YouTube when he was asleep on my shoulder and came across sim racing on YouTube, like everyone does. And I didn't even know this kind of stuff existed anymore. Uh, and I was involved heavily in it in Formula One. Uh, but I didn't realise we'd gone beyond Logitech. And uh, so through Dave Cam, random call sign, people like that, uh, I got a real idea of you know this technology that was available and these sim rigs you could buy as a, an individual which you couldn't dream of buying as it is even an f1 team like the wheelbase of the technology is unbelievable yep. uh so so I, I wanted a sim rig i wanted to build one of these with my son when he's a bit older and um i, I couldn't find any kind of sim rig i liked uh, and they're all kind of you'd see like youtube reviews and these things i, I understood from being involved in F1 and F1 simulators. Yeah, it's all the flaws, everything. Yeah, no, I mean, I was very lucky. So um, uh, one project I did for an F1 team was the their simulator uh, cockpit. Okay. Uh, so I was designing that uh, for about six months. Uh, and the main thing, main things you need to do, a sim cockpit is a big bracket that holds you in place and the controls in place in the right position uh, which you can adjust, but also it needs to be very, very stiff. Okay. That's that's it. Uh, and that's, uh, I was seeing all these reviews for the very well-known cockpits on YouTube and amazed by the fact that the reviewer would say, oh, it's so stiff, it's not moving. Uh, and they'd have their £1,000 Simicube base and, you know, their £1,000 pedals. And their, their rig would be moving all over the place. And they're, they're looking at the camera saying, there's no flex in this thing. Uh, so I wanted to make my own, it wouldn't flex like that. So you're... Because SimIQ decide how your wheel feels, Heisingfeld decide how your pedals feel. You yeah. don't want your sim rig deciding anything, yeah. apart from holding that thing in position. Uh, so the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My GT Omega is suffered a lot. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's it's um uh, the problem. Obviously, to get a stiffer rig, you not need to spend more money typically. Uh, but I looked at the design and, and the, the the stress pro the problem of a sim rig is a stress exercise and how you resolve the loads and you know mainly it's braking. So 150 kilos, whatever, braking and steering, is, it can be quite a high torque load. And uh, using panels of any kind of material, it seems to be the way to make something like that because you can, you can uh, resolve loads a lot better using panels, uh, especially with a material which like plywood, which is essentially like a, a composite panel because it's fibres, um, uh, in a, essentially in a resin uh, that's also, you know, actually we can make every part the shape you like to... Mm -hmm. To to be the you know to be the uh, have the adjustment features and the stiffness that you need you know for this problem and I looked at it as a problem at the time and I fortunately had the software available that kind of stuff that was very easy for me to do and you know I've from F one you design stuff all the time that has to go through a loop of stress people who check it is actually going to not fall apart and over the years like a decade of this. You get a good idea for what's going what's to going work. To work. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you know what they come back to you and say, you know, Mark, what on earth are you doing? That's going to crack there, <laughs> and so you get a good idea of what's going to work, what isn't, uh, and so that's what that's where it was born from. And okay. uh, we did, yeah, yeah, that's where it came from. We did one prototype, uh, and it worked, bar a couple of hole positions were wrong, and uh, yeah, it functioned really, really well. Uh, and it, it, we did some testing. So we invented a test called the uh, it's the RSR brake, RSR brake test. Uh, which is a device that you know, so we had to stiffness in sim rigs was talked about so little we had to make the tests and the equipment to to actually test it because no one seemed to care that much and we we just realized how good it is until until you try yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh you did a video I saw the video yesterday actually on yeah YouTube. because yeah, um, yeah. Um, when I met you <laughs> yeah was when you was building it in for it motorsport yeah in, in Uber, and it yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and. Uh, 
I didn't know it was your project, you know, because Graham was uh, talking, yeah, and, you yeah. know, sometimes with, with my problems, I get a little bit distracted. And w- I even ask you, or see if you are, and you jump on top and you start moving around and mm-hmm. say, don't move. The screen uh, was a wide monitor, not three monitors, of course, not triple monitor, was a wide monitor. Just didn't, didn't range. And I say, okay. And after when I go back, I sit down and I try it. I don't know, f- bring me more immersion. First, because of the design, like you say, is a, f- a Formula One cockpit. So you feel more compact. You feel, uh, and after, didn't, didn't move any type of movement I was doing, was stiff, the, the pedals was staying there. I knew what, you know, automatic take us, save us uh, time on the, on the track. Mm-hmm. We, like I say, you feel, you feel the immersion, you feel more compact. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, it's... it's, it's I, go, I go home, my GT Omega is, is okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does, I'm, does I'm using job. a spaghetti pedal, you know, a Thrustmaster uh, TP3. Uh, yeah, professional. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But even if I have all the screws the maximum, yeah. every time I finish the simulator, I go back, I need to screw back again. Yeah. Because every, every time they move. <laughs> yeah, and This it, is a, it's a common problem. And yeah. that's why people buy three times, you know, with the sim rig, they'll typically buy three uh, when it gets to get to the top level. They'll start with a wheel, you know, like a... Uh, a, a pedal base thing yeah. and then a rig and then a stiffer rig and uh, yeah, exactly the problem I was trying to resolve was the fact that you know that was the, in through doing it in, in F1 uh, it was knowing what's important and putting that into a frame which can be manufactured for public use uh, because again and that's one thing I'm, I'm actually advised is, um, the, the, the again it's the, it's the stiffest um, simulator you can buy steering and braking loads Uh but people don't believe that because, uh, because they, a metal it is, I'm, I'm telling you, oh. I, I am a, a mature. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, for example, you go to the shop. Uh-huh. You, you have, they have they have track racer there. You have uh, I try next level. I try GT Omega, and the way that you you see it. And after, for example, my mother, she she's not connected to sim racing. She don't know nothing about sim racing, but she knows about um, working with uh, hood because mm-hmm. she have a uh, school. She's on top of a school with people with disabilities, mm-hmm. and they they learn how to be carpenters. So, okay. uh, yeah, so yeah, they learn yeah. how to work. So she knows, because she's the director. She knows what is a good material. And the first thing, she goes to the shop. She grabs my hand. Oh, she's she been says, there. Yeah, she comes. Oh, she comes ah, right, and right. she say, "I like this one." Oh, cool. <laughs> this one is. <laughs> she say me the name in Portuguese, and she say, "This is uh, this one." Gonna gonna stay here at least for twenty years and no gonna not gonna bend or no. Gonna... She can probably see the strength in it. And yeah, she, can, she obviously she understands woodwork and yeah. how you, how you uh, resolve loads and and keep things stiff. Uh, and, you know, she even all... told me how many layers probably probably really? would be, oh, and I have to, I have to go online and I have to shake. I was like, okay, you are, oh, according to the website, you are <laughs> correct. Just take her on board with the PR. She'd be perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's um, it's one. So designing this thing was the easy, easiest thing. It, it, it took a long time get it to get it right. Uh, got good reviews. I thought that was job done. You know, people will, you know, it's been to YouTubers. They've shown how stiff it is, and we've proven how it performs in terms using technical equipment with our brake testing equipment. Uh, and but the hard thing is actually uh, convincing, uh, making, helping people understand uh, that you know how good it is. It, it's stiffer, yeah, because people, most people, say metal or wood, they go metal because metal's stronger. But it's the way you use it and the fact that, you know, with steel, you have to use kind of a, a standard tube or a standard um, uh, aluminium extrusion. And it, it's a big compromise. Whereas the, the wood panels, we can uh, make the shape exactly as we want it. And, for example, the brake, the brake pedal, the load, the reason it's so stiff is you're trying to, there's a plank underneath it the wrong way around. You know, like a, a ruler, if you bend yeah. it, 
one way easily and the other way obviously you can't bend it. That's basically what you're trying to do. You're trying to bend a plank of wood the wrong way and it just will not move. Um, so yeah, so now we, we've done, it's gone, gone quite well. We've got the new website out. Uh, quite a lot of PR has been happening. Uh, it's just a case of um, getting the word out and helping people understand, you know, you'll get your best out of your £1,000 wheelbase and your £1,000 pedals uh, by having... Uh, you know, a piece of equipment like this. One, one. I've had, I've, I've advisors for these kind of things, and one of the the piece of advice I keep getting is the price is too low for the cockpit because people are they think you it's know the, you get what you pay up, for because it's one of the things I say it's three hundred fifty the low entrance. Yeah, and uh, yeah. for example, GT Omega, GT Omega, no, sorry, next next level. Yeah, they make now one with Ferrari and one with racing, and it's one thousand for under. Yeah, yeah, and it's almost for the same. Bringing the same thing than yours, uh, and do you know what? And, and that one, what frustrates me a bit—it's just business, though—is that uh, ours will be stiffer, yeah. it will perform better. And if you're going from the the rig to the car, which a lot of my customers do, um, you know, you your muscle memory will be more f- uh, f- finesse and, it, and more. This is what I say because accurate. I have the feeling that I know that where will be everything. You know, when you sit down and you feel the, like I say, you feel that immersion. You feel you feel safe. Yeah. Because yeah. you, uh, in terms of. Uh, Space, even a random call sign. He made when he made a video about with you about it. He said that was looking on eye, looked like he's is uh, tight. Yeah. But when you enter there, it's not. It's just built on a way. It's, that it's everything. It's where it should. It's everything is where it needs to be. I, I guess. Um. Yeah. Because if you if you widen, uh, for example, you widen it, everything gets worse. And even aesthetic. So the way yeah. it looks. So we it's designed so you can you know the uh, Sparco Formula seat, the layback yeah. one, it's a lovely seat. Um, it's designed that, that that's a wide seat it's 50 centimetres so ours is designed to fit that seat it's the biggest seat but people think you can fit all kinds of automotive seats in there RX uh, RX 8 seats that kind of and stuff and you have different levels because you can put yeah. the seats on different levels even the pedals Yeah, you yeah. have the, the to bring the pedals up if you want to go in Formula 1 uh, Formula 1 way so you have everything you can adapt it yeah so you have, uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, it's up to you and, in ter- <laughs> and one question in terms of wheels you are av- able to put wheels under uh, wheels on under under the rig just to move it. Uh, you, I never have actually. No, okay. no. <laughs> that's because that's my problem. That is make me taking a little bit because yeah, I don't yeah. have a big space at home. So what can. I do, I have my 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 rig. Yeah. On the corner of the room. Right. Okay. okay and okay. after I need to pull it. Is your screen attached to your? Rig? No, I have to use the TV because I don't have so much uh, okay, space. Okay. Okay. No. And it, you know, it's... on my condition, I uh, you know, unfortunately, I, I can't have a normal. Sim rigs around. I, I cannot have a normal normal daily job, so yeah, you know, yeah, it's very yeah. difficult okay, okay. to do a lot of top top of jobs. So yeah, yeah. I rely a little bit on my podcast. I rely on the people that help me as a yeah. patron because yeah, they know yeah. they help me, and yeah. after we do the fundraisings, we do everything. So this is my way of trying to get a little bit of money, a little Absolutely, bit. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm saving for a for a rig, yeah. and the rig. Uh, even my mom said, if you buy something, you buy this one yeah, because yeah. static is beautiful in terms of of the way that you that you look. I think in terms of durability, I'm not an expert, but I can see that going to stay at least ten years away, the way that is, and after is green global because you help if you go to the website. You every time we buy. We'll, one rig you you plant trees. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> it's it's all the all the way you you are helping, and it's not. Well, I don't like to buy from big companies. <laughs> I don't. I I feel that sometimes they just they look for the big the big number and they forgot as as a consumer. And I yeah. think probably if you're gonna have a problem, you are the right person to come. Yeah. And if something is broken, because everything is detachable, we can get a piece. Or like I said, look oh, on my seat. 
is broken, what we can do. Yeah. For sure, you can get us the Absolutely. that piece. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a... Um, uh, yeah, often if, if an email comes out, often I'll be the person answering it to, yeah. to the company. And uh, yeah, it's just so sustainability and, and uh, environmental uh, credentials is really important to the company. It always has been, and that's genuine. It's not uh, boardroom based. It's what it had to be, and actually, it make, makes good business sense. And the government like that, so the government support you if you, um, you know, are genuinely uh, a sustainable company, which we, you know, we're moving towards, and we're trying to get approval, FSC approval. Uh, we use FSC material, which is basically means it's the most responsible uh, material you can buy environmentally. But yeah, no, in terms of also how much stuff moves around, it's far less than any other copy. Like environmentally, we're, you know, uh, you know, and I open up any challenges. Uh, we are way beyond anyone else in terms of environmental credentials. And we have tried, like I said, the five trees, we use renewable plywood. Um, and again, any challenges to stiffness also happy to, if any cockpit manufacturer out there wants to challenge our uh, claim to be the stiffest cockpit, we have the equipment. We'll send it to you. Just pay the shipment, and you can have the equipment to prove it. Because we can't test your, we can't test the the competition because it's yeah. uh, defamation. Because yep. they can say, "Oh, we set up wrong." <clears throat> but yeah, we make a very bold claim uh, in terms of the environmental credentials and the performance, which is quite a rare combination of something that does perform and uh, you know not uh, damage the planet. Um, and you know that's very important to us. Uh, yeah. And in yeah. terms of static, for example, if we are able to paint the whole. Yeah, the yeah. way that you want because it's, it's, it's something that it's a tricky one the problem yeah but you can yeah, no no not yeah, probably yeah. you as a shop but the, the customer if they yeah, want yeah, they, yeah. yeah so like I say so only even on that part you <laughs> you are win because you can customize it the way that you want yeah yeah <laughs> but, but I wish more people would take that up actually and uh, yeah you can pretty much do what you like just uh, uh, mainly stains and oils rather than paints because they can like they can uh, bind over time if you clamp with, you know painted wood up it can stick yeah. but oils and, and stains to different colours people can do it um, yeah, and, and obviously the cockpit comes as a, a flat pack kit, so you have the individual components, so it's easy to do. So hopefully more people will do that. And yeah, nice I, I really hope because, of, uh, like I said to you, my experience is I'm an amateur-ish. You know, I don't I don't do now online competitions. Yeah, it's quite a little bit difficult sometimes yeah. with my movements. But I used to do competitions with uh, GT Sport, yeah. and all my for my rig come from GT Sport, from sponsors. My wheel come from from help from sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a Logitech too, and after I was doing good times, and uh, I have people that come and jump. I say, look, you you want this uh, wheel and everything? We get you this this uh, GT Omega. We get uh, the only thing I have to buy was this, was the the share. Yeah. And in 2020, when I have everything, I say, oh, amazing. I sit down. After a couple of days, I need to, the angle, <laughs> as you can imagine, because oh, okay. is it is it touch the seat? Is it yeah. touch, uh, you know, it's just one, uh, two irons, two iron metals okay. on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah with yeah. a screw, okay, everything. Okay. I start seeing, wait, my pedals, I feel that my pedals are uh, on the angle, probably yeah, 10, yeah, 10 yeah. degrees different. Oh, okay, okay. And I, and I start seeing, oh, I need to adapt. <laughs> and after when uh, I try track racer and the people say the same thing, so sometimes, you know, you, you, need, you need to put your body a little bit more to the left or you yeah. need to go there, change the pedals again because oh, really? with, with the brakes, you move. I'm not familiar but with that. yours, I go there on, on a Monday. Yeah. I go there after two weeks. <laughs> Everything is on the same position. Yeah, you have yeah, yeah. Loads of no, people, no, 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 lots no, of people no. trying, different people trying because yeah. the problem was I have a friend who's a little bit more strong than me. Straight away, the pedals will move because a different type of of string, different that's type terrible. of pressure. Yeah, that's not acceptable. <laughs> you know, you know what it is. Well, no, I, I mean, I've only, so we benchmarked against the highest, uh, like the P1X stuff like that. I was like benchmarking uh, for the 
design of this one. Uh, so I didn't, I haven't got uh, into the nitty gritty of the uh, kind of entry level cockpits. However, our price is entry level, and again, I, it's uh, it seems to be the the, the the bit of a curse really that we should. Um, I don't probably raise our Every, prices, everyone but, uh, like when the prices are. Uh, well, no, some, no. Sometimes uh, low prices don't mean that is uh, low quality. Sometimes no, it's just it's a different material. It's a different concept. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's taking the concept on its head um, uh, in terms of solving the problem in a different way, and you know that's it, it's a PR challenge which I need to you know deal with. Um, and we'll get there. It's it's working already. You know, um, it's hard to find a bad word out there about the cockpit. Uh, and so, you know, we just need to work on PR and uh, showing people and demonstrating. So you're going to see you on the expo, sim racing this year? Uh, I was going to go last year, but then we had, money had to go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is one of the things I'm trying to do. I'm you're going to go to Germany? I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go to Germany. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you there, hopefully. Yeah. It's October, isn't it? This year? Yeah, it's yeah, October. Yeah. And it's on the, on the area that I used to live. So oh, really? I, I, I used no to work way. in Germany as a chef, okay, okay, yeah, so I used yeah. to live near um, Dortmund. Yeah. So all that North Westphalia, they were they calling. I know the area. Good to go there. Good yeah, to, yeah, it's uh, near it's near the football stadium right, from okay, Dortmund. Okay. It's the yeah. Sigma Sigma Park, so okay. it's a good area, and I think it would be nice. I yeah. think I think I think is that you just need to to jump on the <laughs> on the on the expo, put there on the middle. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was all going to happen, um, and then you know, money had to go in other places. Yes, uh, yeah. It's you got. It's a, I'm new to business, uh, yeah. and and uh, yeah, it's it's learning how to um, uh, work out where you know where to put your put your eggs really, and uh, it can be a bit dry and a bit boring really. But uh, it, it's uh, hopefully we'll go this year. We'll see what happens. But autosport is certainly one I want to go to in okay. in England. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. So. Birmingham and uh, yeah, they might be doing another one. Okay, uh, but mainly Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good. And now, in talking about sim racing, just two questions, very, very important. You think sim racing will start surprise motorsport? Uh, it, it it's um no no it won't. It's, it's a trick, you know. It won't it won't surpass it. Okay. Uh, it will. You think that you will not see people going on the sim racing, and. Uh, Having the cars controlled like a, like a robot while the people are sitting down in a cockpit. Oh, like FPV. Yeah, this guy I'm able to do some work with is doing FPV, uh, and because uh, they're they're doing already on racing cars, no, on the RCs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and there's a quite a new. Uh, you can actually get a, uh, a limitless. Um, what's it called controller now? Like a limitless radio, 4G radio yeah. for an RC car. But yeah, no, uh, I, I don't. I've never thought about that really. Uh, the problem will become that. Then you know you need circuits which can take, because these guys won't care. You know, will they? They're not in the car. They'll be firing cars off into the barriers <laughs> and through that's the, that's the car park. That's on sim racing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, again, that's why F1 cars limited is, is because uh, you know you can only make the track. You have to make the track bigger and bigger and the runoffs bigger and bigger, yeah. which gives you big, big problems uh, with uh, spectating because you have to get the spectators further and further away. Um, I know. I, I, I think you it's all on the corner and you, you see the race for the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the TV. You know, no, after I, what happened, I think um, uh, in terms of sim racing, it's going to become. It won't become spectator heavy. I don't think, but it'll become competitor heavy. Okay, and that's the difference. Um, the bar to entry is going to get lower and lower. People rather than watching, they'll be involved. So I think they need to be involved in it. And the fact you know you know our racing now, you can jump yeah. on, be in a race in fifteen minutes in any category, uh, and that's going to only get more and more. Uh, and it's the only way that uh, we can go and uh, jump on like group C's. If you have to jump a group C, yeah. you have to jump on whatever you race. like. Yeah. Whatever you like, whenever you like. And now to finish, I am going to have a quick questions. Sure, sure. Like five questions, of course, 
on the on the house you can have music yeah <laughs> making the pressure <laughs> now we don't have the music but very fast questions triple or wide monitor uh, triple triple favorite hardware for sim racing favorite hardware yeah the rock solid rigs rsr <laughs> 21 <laughs> cockpit <laughs> uh, if, if not that then um kind of uh, wheelbase sim simi cube you can't really be beat i love okay. the racing wheel uh yes uh, and yeah sparko seats sparko seats mm. okay i racing or assetto corsa assetto corsa really yeah why uh, just because it's it's easy for customers to use and you can jump in any car and there are lots of mods available, lots of tracks. Uh, and, yeah, it's in terms of realism as well, in my opinion. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not much of a sim racer myself. I'm not very fast at all. Uh, but I like jumping in cars. It's a fun. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the fun. And, and for me, again, like a lot of my customers, it's jumping in a certain car, uh, a certain track. Doing it our dreams. Yeah. The uh, thing that we, as a kid, we would yeah, love to do it. You can do that. But the thing is, people who can afford to do that would often rather sim race because they can then see their wife. <laughs> they, can, they can do that, the race, then they can have their evening. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's no, not something to be uh, yeah, sniffed at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of now kicking the uh, Formula One, best car you have work? Uh, I'd say the RB3. So it's the one before they won the championship. The first uh, car I ever worked on. Yeah, RB3. Okay. It was it was kind of a change in, in tact for Red Bull is when they, they were getting warmed up and the car was just unbelievably tight. Everything was so well put together. Any regret or component that you built in the car? Any regret of any component? Uh, Anything that you build and after and after you say, Oh man, these look ugly, this is uh, this is not gonna work. Uh, but I've had a failure before, I can't remember what it was. It was um yeah, no, nothing nothing catastrophic. You, you're always watching the race day and you think, oh, if something goes wrong, you think, oh, that wasn't my bit. No, I had nothing catastrophic. Okay. I, I missed something on the gearbox once and managed to get it back on there in, in the Before in the everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a panic situation, but I dealt with it and then told my boss what happened. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to finish, any team that, or that you like to be involved that you think is missing, to, that you will say, okay, I would like to work with this team and I didn't work. Uh, I, I'd always go back to, um, you know, I'd stay involved with, you know, I am still involved with Formula One. Um, my last involvement ended uh, in uh, January this year uh, with Alpine. So I'd, I'd, any F1 team, I'd be very happy to work okay. with. Okay, yeah. you wouldn't have anything that you will dream to, to work uh, my dream was working in Formula One. Uh, oh, so uh, that's, the, that's the way. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, 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 they're all great. All the teams are, you know, really good places, and, and the people there are, you know, uh, really, you know, something special. And that's why, I, you know, that's why I went to F1 in the first place was I wanted to be, become a good engineer. Okay. So how do you become a good engineer? You try and get in the, the place where you think the best engineers are, and they are, and and they help me. Um, become reasonably good <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing Mark thank you so much for being with us I think it was two great podcasts that we make here completely different a little bit sim racing where we just kick it very fast but after when you speak about Formula 1 we could stay here yeah, and probably absolutely do uh, yeah, a season yeah. already of a year no, it's <laughs> talking been, about everything yeah there's so, so much to talk about and uh, no, thanks for having me Hugo it's been a pleasure and uh, yeah good to see, see your podcast growing and growing as well you know, yeah because you were there on the, on the beginning yeah well the beginning wasn't that long ago uh, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, uh, yeah exactly. so uh, you know long yeah. may it continue and uh, yeah and I'll, we'll I'll, do more things together yeah for I'll sure. probably see you next month yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Forest Motorsport alright thanks so much thank you First of all, thank you so much to Mark for helping me on these two podcast episodes. He's been an amazing help and I hope this will bring him something good for him. 
let me review first what was my experience from the rock solid rigs of course i just tried the rock solid rigs always at that was previous the forest motorsport now is piston lab race room uh, and i always try there so my opinions are always when i came there and of course when i talk with people that already uh, try them so let's say they are first optimized for race and flight simulation they have claims and exceptional stiffness and that's true so they are wooden sim rig test designed from formula one technology they are inspired as you can see from f1 with plywood stacked for the rigidity they have exceptional stiffness uh, mark claimed that they are stiffer than aluminum and steel rigs and for example from my experience i can say they look that and of course when i talk with people that work with plywood they can say that the durability of that can go from 10 to sometimes 20 years so i think his claims are true the screens can be directly mounted to the rig without vibration issues i just when i touch it uh, i was afraid of probably the uh, triple screens but i i don't feel it i think the it's right to what they say i think that is not vibration issues they are easy to assemble with clear instructions and sturdy construction including monitor star as my sorry, monitor stand keyboard tray joystick and a mouse mat and of course is incredible strength and stability always direct uh, drive install installation and when you sit down in the cockpit of a rock solid rig the rsr21 you know even outside look that is tiny and looks that gonna be crampy inside is not that you feel that they are uh, steady you feel that everything is connecting and for example when i jump there i come home and i jump to my gt omega and my pedals move because the metal is uh, because the pedals are old by four i would say four four clamps yeah they're old for four clamps and after they are not very strong they move with a strength you know probably they can say they can stand around 40 to 50 kilos of strength i would say sometimes the wheel with the force feedback is a belt wheel tgt1 still moving so i can say automatic that is one probably the best uh, rigs sim rigs available on the market so let's break a little bit what is the rsr21 as you know it's developed by a formula one engineer as is already out of the door he's been with us already twice so you already talk a lot of it but this is one of the stiffness cockpits available according with them with direct load pads and substantial sectional stiffness ensure a solid and responsive racing experience is environment responsible so all the choose materials manufacturing process packing options make it an environment consistent as possible structural grade baltic beach plywood and renewable materials are part of them and they order saucers from fsc approved manufacturers ensuring that the forestry is not contributing to the production and that the material are considerably renewable adjustment of the capabilities of rsr21 are class leading allowing drivers from all the size and vehicle types to achieve an accurate driving position related to control and monitors the seat mount offered 20 centimeters of forward backward adjustment 12 centimeters of vertical adjustment and a 32, 32 degrees of tilt the pedal mount provides a 20 centimeters of forward backward adjustment 12 centimeters of vertical adjustment and a 52 degrees of tilt the steering amount allow for a 21 centimeters of vertical adjustment and a 50 centimeters of tilt 
through these adjustment ranges, the cockpit maintained consistent stiffness, ensuring optimal performance. Assembly and customization are made effortless, and no tools are required to set up the RSR21. Overall, the RSR21 combines advanced engineer techniques, environment con consci sorry, consciousness, and superior adjustable to offer a wood simry cockpit that meets the demanding of professional enthusiasts alike. I think, in my opinion, but I probably could be bypass because I, I already know Mark, but from all my experience, like I say, to end the podcast for me is one of the best sim rigs that I try for its stiffness and I think for all the work, price range and everything, I think it's one of the best. Remember that without any mounts on the simple mod is only for 350 and I think for 350 we will not have any sim rig in the world that can offer the stiffness that we offer on the RSR. And that's it guys, thank you so much for tuning into Vingers Podcast. I hope you found this episode informative and entertaining. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Of course, scroll it up after releasing on your phone and the Spotify. Scrolling up, you're gonna have options to leave a cue and answer and you can say to us what you like and what you didn't like. So join us on next week, we're gonna delve into another captivating topic and that's gonna be Sim Racing uh, Rally Roll. So, you're gonna have during the week, the, sorry, during the month, you're gonna have uh, Dakar uh, devs, you're gonna have Nicolas EGV, probably one of the highest uh, guys in the sim racing uh, rally community. We're gonna have uh, a talk topic about the past on the rally sim racing role, and of course, I will try to bring a guest before we talk about what we can do or not to keep the rally sim racing role active. So stay tuned for more exciting content in the weeks to come. And remember, keep racing, keep improving, keep embracing the accelerating role of sim racing. Until then, goodbye.